You are listening to the IMN podcast produced by the Boise Nampa Institute of Religion. We've asked members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints to share how their lives have been blessed by living the gospel of Jesus Christ. To the Savior's request, come follow me, they have all responded, I am in. Welcome to another episode of the I Am In podcast. Today, I have with me Brother Matt Swenson, who works at the Boise Nampa Institute as our choir director, as an instructor, as a seminary teacher, as a little bit do-it-all, including publishing our podcast. And I would love, Matt, for you to introduce yourself to our listeners. Sure. It's great to be here. Um, Finally, being on the podcast, I um, get to engineer all of the uh, episodes and, and listen parts and pieces and and uh, help kind of make them functional, um, but but it's kind of it'll be fun to to be here and just to visit about uh, what we've seen this last semester. You, my my brother is Sam. Um, Sam Swenson uh, did the initial interview with you, um, talking about what the podcast was going to be. And he was such a blessing to yeah. set everything up, get yeah. us organized, set us into an LLC to where we could have a venue where all of these great speakers could be heard yeah. by people literally all over the world, we're finding out. Yeah, it's super fun. We're, we're uh, in the last month, January to February, first part of February, uh, we logged 900 listeners uh, over the course of that month. Month. So uh, yeah, so he helped a lot in just getting getting things organized, put together so that we could be out there. Seven countries, we're in seven countries right now, um, being listened to and, and just very cool to uh, to see it all kind of coming together, and, and actually the, the church as a whole is is looking at this um, at institutes and seeing how uh, they can uh, reach out to young adults and and find them where they are, which is kind of cool. I think my favorite news you gave me was this week when you said that the majority of our listenership was between the ages of 23 and 27, yeah. which is what we want to hit. Yeah. We we have people who are coming to speak to young adults who desire to know, what am I doing in my life? Where do I go from here? How will things turn out? And to hear story after story, example of after example of good people who love the Lord, who are active in the gospel of Jesus Christ and have a desire to follow him, this message is for you. Yeah. And all those who aren't in that magic age yeah, range right. <laughs> are welcome to listen as well. But I was just so excited to hear we're reaching who we hoped we could reach. Yeah, it's really cool. That was something we've been concerned about all semester, right? Is is just is this hitting who we want to be listening? Are are we helping the young adults like we're hoping to be helping them? And and after a bunch of conversations trying to figure out how we could uh, assess that, um, barring like putting up some pop up that every time right. you click on listen to this podcast, it's like how old are you? Right? <laughs> we didn't know uh, we didn't know what the best way to do that was. And one night I was just laying in bed and thinking about Spotify and thinking, man, they've got to have that analytic data. And so I got up the next morning and called them, and they just sent me a, a graph showing that our listeners are 90%, 23 to 27, and, and of the 900, that's a big number of, of young single adults. So those of you that are out there, 23 to 27, 20, 18 to 30, we're, we're just grateful that you're here with us. And if you're beyond that, either side of that number, we're just glad you're here and just keep coming. Um, we hope that, that, that what, we're, what we're presenting to you here is, is uh, beneficial in some way. Well, and I want to thank all of the many wonderful speakers who have yeah. come to the Institute on a work day, on a Friday at 11. Right. They show up and they have canceled other things in their life to be there. And yeah. they walk into a room and share some very vulnerable, sacred experiences in their life. Yeah. 
because they care enough to say, hey, I'm okay. I got through some hard things. I've had great yeah. things happen all along the way. I'm on my knees. I'm asking the Lord for help. And guess what? It, it works out. Yeah. And, and not only that, but like super high powered people too, right? I mean, like Orville and Heidi Thompson to get them to, to give some time and come in and and take that time and I just think of all the all the people that you've had on this this last semester and and even last year that uh, just really just wonderful people that that are giving back that are seeing you know even in their success that maybe they can take a minute and share with some young people how they've gotten through hard things and and the challenges that they face in their life I have learned that every person I have invited to come speak to the young adults has a story mm -hmm. Um, when we started the podcast and we had um, Will Johns come speak. Yeah, sure. he, he gave just a raw example. You know, my wife and I prayed about what we should do for a career. It was to be a chiropractor. We moved everything we had in our yeah. life to California. We're living in this apartment in San Francisco. Talks about his bike being stolen right. and, yeah. and going $75,000 in debt committing to this career. And then months into it he's sitting in chemistry mm. and he gets the prompting that you should be a seminary teacher <laughs> you right. know <laughs> and the whole room's like no <laughs> because everyone was captivated yeah. everyone put themselves in that situation and thought are you kidding yeah why couldn't the lord have said that in august right. not in february yeah. or march and and that just made his story we hurt with him and we yeah. were in shock with him but then as he continued to talk and tell what ended up happening, how, how he did choose it, dropped out of school, came with all the debt to pursue a new career, but the lives that he affected while he was there, he didn't learn about that until after he came yeah, home. Right. And that's, that's the magic of working for the Lord. You don't know what's coming. You yeah. don't know what he may or may not need you to do. And in the end, it doesn't matter. Yeah, no. No, I, I think that's, uh, man, there's, there's scriptural example after scriptural example of that, right? Where where people have their ideas about the direction they're heading and then the Lord just like, nope, you're not going that way, you're going this way. But it's after they've already kind of started down that road. Um, it reminds me of Elder Holland's, there's a little, uh, I don't know what they call them now, it used to be called a Mormon message, um, called Wrong Roads. And it was Elder Holland talking about his trip with his dad down the uh, a dirt road and it came to a Y and they, they prayed about it and decided to go right. And uh, I don't know, 300 yards down the road, it's the wrong direction. And... Uh, that's evidently the wrong direction. The road just like peters out. There's, there's some sign at the end that says dead end or something. And, and uh, so they turn around, they get back to the other, to the Y and they go the right direction. And, and Elder Holland, young Elder Holland, uh, is just thinking about that. And he says, Dad, why did we, why did we get, we prayed about it. Why did God tell us to, because we both felt like we should go to the right. And, and uh, his dad said, you know, we're so far out here that if we'd have gone down the wrong road, we wouldn't have known about it for a long time. And you and I both know now that we're on the right road because we went down this little road for a little for a little while, and then we got to the end, and we know for sure this is not the road we're supposed to be on. And uh, I think of Will's story, you know, a good friend of mine. In fact, little plug, um, brother Johns and I are actually putting a podcast together where we talk together about Come Follow Me, and so that'll come out in the, in the next little bit. But uh, good friend of mine, and, and his story is exactly that, right? Down the wrong road for just a little bit of time, enough for the Lord to say, hey, this isn't really where I want you to go, and so that you clearly understand where you should be going in your life. I think it's kind of cool, actually. 
Speaking of Come Follow Me, we were, we were talking that with our daughter the other night. Abraham and Sarah promised yeah. a posterity to right. fill the earth like the sands of the sea, yeah. right? And and tried to have Hagar, who had Ishmael, and right. a whole other journey. And they're like, nope, that's not what we had in mind. Yep. Here's Isaac. Right. <laughs> well, not only that, but the, and, you know, to go to the Lord and be like, and, and I, I don't have it in front of me, but but uh, Abraham says, oh, that Ishmael would be um, with you or, or uh, connected to you, God, all, all of your life and all of his life. And Abraham loves his son, right? He wants he wants Ishmael to to be that, but God says no. But the covenant's going to come through through Isaac, right? The, yeah. the Lord knew what direction he needed to go. Pretty cool. Dave Collister shared something similar because um, he he's got such an entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah. And way back in college, started Five Buck Pizza yep. and just you know sold a business thinking I love this. I yeah. love I love building something up. Working. He's a hard worker. Right. Yeah. But then also talking about you know coming through construction and excavation and having success when the market's successful but when everything drops everything drops you lose everything and you have to start from scratch and his emotion when he was sharing with the students in the room oh you felt it you felt the pain you felt the joy at the success you felt the pain at that big drop and loss and and the full feeling of what just happened Mm -hmm. and i think everyone in their life several of our speakers have shared stories like that of when they they did wonder you know lord what, what where are you yeah, right <laughs> like joseph smith yeah. in liberty jail thinking i'm your prophet yeah. i've translated the book of mormon i've started this church for you why have you not shaken down the walls of this prison like right. you did in the scriptures and but dave shared that and then he comes out on top with a whole different business from construction to jewelry yeah and talks about how he and his wife traveled the world built it up had success, just sold it, and are in a place where they respect money, where they respect sure. being out of debt, and they have a desire to come and teach yeah. other people. There is a journey you can go, and here's what I've learned, and I want to share it. Yeah, no, I think I think that's brilliant. I think it it also uh, it reminds me a little bit of my brother's episode, Sam, when he's living in Denver, he's going to the art institute, and like everything's just not connecting and he's you know he's just shut that he's turned down uh, going out to Juilliard because he couldn't afford it and just all the things and so he ends up doing all these weird little jobs all the way through his life and ends up doing something that's actually fairly significant um, and and obviously what the Lord wants him to be doing and, and the help he's he is to the people that uh, are connected to him and, and very similar um, you know I, I feel like early on in my life I had um, some blessings given to me where very directly I was told these are the things that are going to come in your life and you're going to take your direction from the president of the church and you're going to, you know, and as a young man and in the in the choir world and getting my degree in music education, I thought, oh, that's totally what I'm going to do and I'm going to conduct the Tabernacle Choir and it's going to be, you know, I just had it I had super ironed out, right? Like I knew exactly where I was going. And, uh, and I think it was the first paycheck I got as a seminary and institute teacher that I'm looking at my check going, oh... Signed by the president of the church. <laughs> Maybe I wasn't supposed to be the choir guy, but I went down that road and that was okay, right? But but uh, whether it's building houses, which I also do, or it's you know, selling jewelry, which I've never done, right? That the, the Lord uses, I don't know that it matters as much to the Lord what we do as how we do it. Yeah, and absolutely. We're, we're connecting to him all the way through whatever it is we decide to do. 
Well, and something that a lot of the podcast speakers didn't see was when Brian Affleck came yeah. to speak, he set out hats on the table oh, in the room. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. See? And, and so he had um, a hat from being from his grandfather, a hat from his father, oh. his own hats that he's worn as, cool. a, as a surgeon, as a scout leader, as a father. And he kind of just, that was his outline for his talk. And he would point to the hats, lift up the hats, talk about each of those moments where you put something on huh. for a, a a period of time in your life, you take it off, you try something else on, and yeah. and how he respected what his grandfather had done, what his father had done, what he had done, and yeah. he is a very impressive ear, nose, and throat surgeon, right. um, and he, he is also huge in Boy Scouts, and you have yeah. to know that he has all girls and one boy. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but his effect in our Boy Scout program in the Treasure Valley has been huge. Yeah. He's a respected leader. In fact, as a podcast, that was one I kept watching on Facebook, people sharing, did you see... Uh, Mr. Affleck, on this podcast, right. share this with your troop. And, yeah, right. <laughs> um, he's worn so many hats and done so much good in so many different areas. He's uh, he's just loved. Yeah. Right now, he's serving as the primary chorister in our ward. Oh, and <laughs> bless his heart with this beautiful voice. You'd love to have him in your choir. Yeah. The kids sing loud. They sit up straight on his chairs. He doesn't need any visuals. Yeah. He just leads them in song. He does his thing. He does his That's thing, cool. and it's it, it's fantastic. Yeah. He's fantastic. And so. isn't it great that the Lord just uses our talents and, and the things that we've decided to develop in our lives, and those become maybe where the Lord uses us the most, even if it's not our chosen career path or you know, those things that, that we just really um, have either been blessed with or uh, we've developed. Uh, outside of school and, and whatnot. I think sometimes those are the things that the Lord... I, I think about like prophets and apostles, right? How, how few of them were seminary institute teachers, right? Like you got Elder Holland connected in there, but, but for the most part, can you imagine being a heart surgeon and having the, the time, taking the time, not having the time, but taking the time to become who President Nelson was, right? Or, or Elder Renland and just, man, just to, to become those, those men, those women that lead us. Um, in the midst of everything else going on in their lives, mm -hmm. man, it's evident they, they have focused in the right places. You know, interesting, focus in the right place. One of those speakers was Jason Ellsworth. He's, he's one of the few I personally did not know mm -hmm. coming into this last semester. Uh, Brother John suggested him. Mm -hmm. uh, he's in the stake presidency in Boise. And he um, is a big career, got into solar early, sold it to oh, a big right, company. Yeah. And Will said, he's probably got a great story. Let's have him come tell it. Sure. And our theme, remember, is how the gospel of Jesus Christ has blessed you personally and professionally. Right. And our young adults asked for that theme. They wanted to hear how people chose their career path and how their career path have led them to where they are today and, and why they stayed active sure. on that career path. Yeah, so yeah. a lot of it's about the professional question. Yeah. Well, President Ellsworth comes... And there was not a single word about his profession other than oh, the right. bio that was read. Oh, really? <laughs> and I sat in the back like, oh, no, oh, no, time's running out. He still hasn't <laughs> talked about it. And, and I'm looking at Will like, what's going to happen? And, uh, and it's my own fault. I'm, I'm going to say that I sat there waiting for what we expected to have said. But President Ellsworth gave a great address. Mm -hmm. It was a wonderful message. Um, I went in and sat at lunch on a table with students after he left and one cute young sister, she just goes, that was exactly what I needed to hear today. Mm -hmm. And I looked at her like, well, I need to repent. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Oh. Because I had an expectation, and 
he came with exactly what she needed. Yeah. That's why he's in the stake presidency and I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> well, that and you're a woman, that might be, might be part of it too. But yeah, no, I, I think um, it, it's interesting, these, the, the, the presenters in the podcast world, right? You sit down thinking that you're going to go one direction, you go a different di- direction. And, and uh, I just, I think it's great to, to allow the spirit to do some of that work uh, mm-hmm. in what we do here. And it's different than the rest of the podcast world, right? Where where you have a you have a real specific direction you're going to go that way and but this is different this is a this is spirit led and and uh, student driven and and it's always how exactly how it needs to be yeah so our our current student council president Hayden Atkinson yeah. said to me I'd like my dad to come speak and I'm like I would love your That's dad right, to yeah. come speak yeah. I have no idea what your dad does <laughs> <laughs> again right. my my profession was like are we varying the professions sure. enough for the young adults and I said for sure so he signed him up and he came he sent a bio and I read it, and I still didn't know what he did. Right, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what do you do, Dennis? And <laughs> when he got up to speak, oh, he was so fabulous. And he uh, he works in agriculture, yeah. and he travels the whole world. That's right, yeah. And he tells uh, the stories of you know sitting and drinking a little juice box with a man in India, uh. and then going out <laughs> in his field to learn how he plants, and then giving suggestions on how to enrich the soil with fertilizer and For make sure. the crop better. Yeah. And then he travels to Russia, and he has another experience on a farm, and mm. brings ideas back from Mexico that we can improve in uh, in our crops here, mm-hmm. and. It's just incredible. His stories were so fabulous. But had I based it on the bio in my own ignorance, like, what is this profession and what do you do? But he was so captivating. It's definitely worth the listen to go back and hear um, what Dennis had to say. So you just, that's the fun part of this podcast. You don't know what their story is until you take time to stop and listen to the whole episode and hear how the Lord weaved in and out of your experiences. Yeah. And at the end, when he was through, I asked his wife, why don't you travel with him? Like, wow, what he's gone to all these countries. Yeah, right. He's been probably more places in the world than What'd anyone I know. Yeah. And she said, well, he gets off the plane, he gets into the dirt, then he gets back <laughs> on the plane and comes home. I have no desire. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like he's going to Paris oh, and seeing funny. the Eiffel Tower. He's just going out to somebody's dirt and talking to them about it. And I thought, what an interesting perspective. That's exactly what he's doing. There's yeah. no hotel. There's no sightseeing. It's not about right. what you would typically say when you accrue travel with a, a business. Yeah. But he loves what he does. That's so cool. And it's so fascinating to hear him talk about it. Yeah, you know, isn't it interesting that we, uh, we, bring, in, we bring in these people who have careers in all kinds of different things, right? Mm-hmm. And... Um, and yet the Savior and, uh, and, and God's hand is found in every single one of their lives in, in directing them and guiding them through whatever their chosen path is. It, it's interesting to me, and, and, and maybe there's something here that we could pursue down the road, but it would be interesting to me to have uh, speakers from different faiths come in and ask it. the same question, right? Like, like, and even like even uh, religious leaders from our community, right, and come in and say to Rabbi Fink, for example, "Hey, tell me about your life. How did you get to where you are, and 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 how has the Lord blessed you and and, and helped you um, find your path?" Right. I mean, I think there's so many truths. Um, my mind today has been has pun, in studying um, Abraham, studying Abraham and Ishmael right now, and and uh, you know the the posterity of Ishmael has has really led to this giant group of people that are faithful, good people on earth, right? Um, not Christian, um, but just really wonderful people. And 
the thought occurred to me about the Abrahamic covenant. We know that the covenant specifically given to Abraham that was passed down to, to Isaac um, was about priesthood and that that line would be where Christ, the Christ comes from, right? But, but the, the covenant that, his, that, that Abraham's uh, posterity would be nations, right? The, doesn't that extend into Ishmael's family as well? Doesn't that extend into, into that group of uh, those, those various cultures and various faiths that we see on earth today? I, I'm reminded of uh, Elder Bednar um, just in December maybe, um, meeting and talking about how we need to understand the Muslim faith. And as members of Christ Church on Earth, we need to know what they believe and help them so that it's easier for us, right, to help to help them understand when Christ comes again, how to gather them. And anyway, I just I was just thinking as as you were talking about uh, just all the people that we've talked about so far and just their their various paths that wouldn't it be great to have, you know, some non member insight into that and that non members of our church, right? That that uh, could help us see how God's still involved in their life and plugging along just like he is with us. And I think, I think that's great. why the Savior said, love thy neighbor. Yeah. Because everyone has something to offer. Yeah. All the places that we've lived, uh, we have met all the different faiths, all the different colors, all the different kinds of right. people, yeah. all the different nationalities, and it gives variety to life. You wouldn't want it any other way. Yeah. And to hear what people go through, regardless of where they're from. Right. In fact, that was one of my most touching speakers, probably we'll conclude with as we're talking, um, is when Kim Haskell came to speak. Oh, yeah. And, and I know Kim as a young adult. I know his family. I know his parents. Right. Um, and he and his brother Keaton have had cystic fibrosis their whole life. Right. And as he got up to talk, and, I, and knowing his journey and how many hospital visits, and I can't imagine all the prayers that his parents have offered on his behalf. Yeah. He gets up and tells his journey, the ups and downs and surprises, and you know a doctor saying, "You won't live past 18." Yeah, and here right. he is standing in front of us in his late 20s. But mm. at the end of his talk, again, what you don't see on the podcast is that he's just wearing this cute little zipper sweatshirt, and he pulls out a box, mm. just this tiny medicine box, mm. and he says, "Now, because of this miracle," and he's shaking the box, I have a future to plan. Mm. As of this year, they've developed a pill, and now the two-year-old that I was when I started all of my treatments, if he starts taking this pill every day for the rest of his life, will not have cystic fibrosis. Wow, no kidding. And How cool. I How cried. cool is that? <laughs> I just cried in the room because yeah. there are miracles happening all the time. There are Muslims who will understand who Christ is. Right. There are people who will love each other just because they love them right where they are for who they are. Yeah. There doesn't need to be judgment. There doesn't need to be racism. There doesn't need to be any complication with what other people believe. For sure. There is just supposed to be, according to the commandment, to love thy neighbor. Right. And, and if truly we lived that, the judgment removed, the opinion removed, and the genuine care we have for one another, mm. all of these stories and all of the pathways that cross bring joy to your life when love is the focus of what we do. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I, I think that the, it's, the, it's the perfect name for the podcast I am in, right? That, yeah. that you, you're not just in it to, to get the blessings that you get from being a member of the church, right? Or to, to, to have the faith in Christ that you have, but but you're in to, to do all of it, to, to love your neighbor, to, to learn about them, to gather them, to help them understand what you understand, right? That it's not just about 
the Sunday worship or the daily scripture study and prayer or whatever it is that you've attached to being a member of Christ's church, but that you've listened to his whole message, which was beyond the X, Y, and Z that you're supposed to do, you need to be in. You need to be fully invested in what you're doing and, and take his name, right? Take his name upon you. Be in with his name. What, what does that look like? I think a lot about how, you know, the, the third commandment, uh, that Moses was given was to not take the name of the Lord in vain. And in our culture, we've turned that into like, don't say one phrase, right? I mean, that's literally what everybody thinks when you say that. Um, but but I don't know that that was what I don't know that that was what he, what he meant. I think when I think too often we take the name of the Lord when we're baptized, and we don't live our lives like we're living up to that name, right? Or we claim God's authority because I want to live outside the bounds of my. Uh, you know, what God said. And so I say, well, God, I prayed about it and God says it's fine. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, I hope so. Because when you get to the other side and God's like, I didn't say it was fine, right? I mean, we, we so often, I think too often, we claim God's authority rather than just being in and making our lives fit the gospel instead of the gospel fit our lives. Um, and I think that's a, that's a, big, that's a big part of, of being all in is being willing to just let the gospel encompass you and not kick against where it's uncomfortable. Thank you. And thank you for being here today. And thank you to all these wonderful speakers who came and shared their story with us. I look forward to more. And we'll probably do another recap at the end of the next semester. Um, We are blessed by hearing other people's journeys because then it helps us refocus our own and remember that There are people there to help us. There are people there who love us. And of course, there's the Savior who is always there and will always support and love our efforts when we turn to Him for help.